0: Morning, Morning. and welcome to morning prayers. Just a brief announcement that beginning next Monday, October 1st, morning prayers time will move 15 minutes earlier, and our morning prayer service will be from 8.30 to 8.45. Now if you would stand as you are able and join in a responsive reading of Psalm number 121, found on page 61 in your black Appleton Psalter book. I will lift up mine eyes unto the hills. From whence cometh my help? My help cometh from the Lord, which may have been heard. He will not suffer thy foot to be moved. He that keepeth thee will not slumber. Behold, he that keepeth Israel shall not slumber in The Lord is thy keeper. The Lord is thy shade upon thy right hand. The sun shall not by day, nor by The Lord shall preserve thee from all evil. He shall preserve thy soul. The Lord shall
1: Good morning. morning. This is a setting that I'm not really used to speaking in, um, but I'm very honored for the opportunity to be here. Uh, I'd like to begin just by reading a passage um, from an essay written by Ursula K. Le Guin. The essay is titled Operating Instructions. She writes, in America, the imagination is genuinely looked on as something that might be useful when the TV is out of order. Poetry and plays have no relation to practical politics. Novels are for students, housewives, and other people who don't work. Fantasy is for children and primitive peoples. Literacy is so you can read the operating instructions. I think the imagination is the single most useful tool mankind possesses. It beats the opposable thumb. I can imagine living without my thumbs, but not without my imagination. I take seriously... Le Guin's words on the relevance and the importance of imagination. And to that end, I want to speak to you briefly today about a figure that has been looming large in my imagination. It's a figure who has been written and rewritten and interpreted and reinterpreted time and time again. And especially in this setting, you might be shocked to find out, um, the figure I want to speak to you briefly about is not a religious figure. The figure I want to talk to you about is Batman. <laughs> uh, Batman has been around for about seven decades, and he's been written and rewritten time and time again. A lot of you will know him as the grim, gritty, hyper-masculine version in the recent movies, Um, but for people like my parents, they'll always know him as Adam West, who's light and campy, uh, and is more likely to be found dancing in go-go clubs than fighting criminals. Um, What's significant for me uh, about him is for his many interpretations and um, iterations of the character, there is also that many interpretations based on the individuals. My nieces think of Batman as the comically self-obsessed buffoon from the Lego movie. Uh, uh, journalist Andrew Wheeler understands Batman as a gay icon who was helpful in allowing him to come out. Elsewhere, comic book writer Dean Tripp understands Batman as a savior. In a really moving bit from a webcomic called Something Terrible, Tripp recounts how, as a, himself a survivor of childhood sexual abuse, how Batman's example served as proof uh, and of an act of self-rescue that insists that even though someone may be broken by tragedy and trauma, they are able to rebuild themselves into someone useful to others. Uh, this last understanding, I think, gets at the thread that ties all these interpretations together. And that's rooted in in the origin of Batman, which is a story about a young boy subject to an unspeakable and unfathomable tragedy when his parents are killed in front of him. And in response to that, he commits himself to fighting for justice so that no little girl or little boy would ever have to experience that again. It's the story of someone dealt a savage, crushing blow that should bring the life from them, but doesn't because they choose not to let it. We live in a world that continues to deal blow, after blow, after blow, after blow to the most marginalized people. And, in the face of that, I can hardly think of a more relevant figure as a symbol of power and encouragement and resilience to continue the long, arduous process of fighting for justice. Now, I'm not up here nerding out to convince you that you should be reading or watching something with Batman in it, though you could and should. Uh, Instead, I share with you my imaginative musings as a way of encouraging your own. We are privileged to be at one of the most rigorous academic institutions in the world, a place that for all its rigor and prowess is also oftentimes oppressively stressful and busy and crushing to our imaginations. It is often much easier to spend all our times with Foucault, And with learning our vocabulary and with working through our equations than it is to give ourselves space to imagine so today it doesn't have to be batman but i would encourage you put away foucault for a minute really put him away he he can go down take a break from learning german and just instead take a moment a minute five minutes write a poem read a book listen to music take a photo And be present in that moment. Do something, anything that sets your imagination aflame. Because, as Le Guin writes elsewhere, the exercise of imagination is dangerous to those who profit from the way things are because it has the power to show that the way things are is not permanent, not universal, and not necessary. The world as it is today is not the world as it should be. One look at our news cycle is all you need to confirm that. Unbridled racism, misogyny, transphobia, homophobia are rampant in our world. But the good news is that the world as it is, is not the world as it must be. Another world is possible. A better world is possible. But that is a world that must first be imagined before it can be enacted. Today, will you join me in imagining that world? Thank you.
0: Let us pray. Gracious God, we give you thanks for the gift of imagination, for the gift that allows us to say that this is not enough, there is more work to do, and for the strength to do that work, to rebuild ourselves every day, to draw off the models of strength and hope we see around us. Together, let us join in praying the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. And now if you would stand as you are able and join together in singing the hymn, Father, we praise thee, now the night is over, hymn number 37. let us go in peace to love and serve the Lord in all that we do. Amen. Amen.